Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 281st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons were routed 32-6 in the regular season opener. That'll be the title of this podcast. The Falcons came out, scored two field goals, just like last year, couldn't punch it in. And had to settle for field goals. Then uh, this was the worst season opening loss since the 1987 Falcons went down 48 to 10 under head coach Marion the Swamp Fox Campbell in his second tenure with the team. So this was a 26 point deficit. Got away from them late, and they really had no answers after two. Uh, opening drives. They got off once they got off the script. It was uh, it was a no go for the offensive uh, unit against the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts. So there we have it. Falcons open the season in disappointing fashion, thirty-two to six. Now uh, we're going to talk, discuss some few things here. Practice. Ryan uh, and Pitts, and then uh, we'll look at uh, the stats, the game notes from the stats, and then the defense and their blitzes, and then number five, next game up, Tampa Bay. So let's start with practice because, you know, they came out looking good, didn't punch it in, uh, got some stops, it was seven to six, it was a game. Uh, then the um, you know offense went uh, penalty, penalty, penalty. Uh, Caleb McGarry, a false start by Mayfield, and an intentional grounding by Ryan. That killed the drive when you're trying to drive to you know retake the lead. So uh, the penalties were an issue, uh, twelve for ninety nine. Uh, but you know, Coach Arthur Smith said he didn't have the team ready, and and. I don't know how you can get the team ready with the way the practice rules are now. Uh, you don't practice, you don't tackle. Uh, you got you, you could ha- I got one thing that could help him. One of the uh, press box folks told me uh, he's got one thing that could could help pretty quickly here. Is um, you know uh, we'll talk about the discuss that. But it was too many variables for them not to play the players in the exhibition season. I don't know why. They didn't do that. This was not a team, uh, a veteran team. It was a young team. They played the young guys, but they needed to play the young guys with the veterans because, you know, it was out of sync after the first uh, couple series. They couldn't. They had 136 yards. They finished with 260. They got them all in the first two drives. Then they kept shooting themselves in the foot. 
And I don't know how you not do that. You can run laps at practice. You can run the hill. You can do all that. But it's nothing to replace the games. So that backfired on them not playing the starters, uh, at least for a little bit in, um, you know, in the exhibition season. So practice when you can't tackle and you don't play in the games. This is the kind of game you get. 32-6 to beat down by the Philadelphia Eagles, who were 4-11-1 last year. So, worst loss since 1987. Uh, you know, I don't know why they thought they could do this this way. Uh, with there's too many variables. New coach, new practice, new team, half a team's new. Uh, rookies, and you kept a couple veterans. So, yeah, they should have been playing in the exhibition season. There's no question about it. Too many variables to pull together, and we saw that they didn't have them together. Uh, the coach said he didn't have the team ready to play, but, um, you know, that was part of it is the rules, and the other part was, hey, he should have been playing people. Uh, spot playing them did a little bit more than what they did. And that's my point number one here. Let's keep it moving in the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Hey, I think we're over 40,000 followers on Twitter. Appreciate y'all. But go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Orlando AJC. And uh, we appreciate that because we tweet out all the stories there as soon as we uh, send that email to the office. <laughs> Number two, Ryan and Pitts. They got work to do. Real easy. First time they're playing together and it doesn't look great. What, are you surprised? I'm not. I knew the passing game, just from coaching Little League, you got to time up the passing game. I mean, even if it's just a nine route to the little kids, um, you know, you got to know how far the guy's throwing it, and you got to know how if you got a little kid that can run and go catch it. So you got to time that up. So they didn't play together, so the passing game wasn't timed up. It was. I knew it wasn't going to be. And, uh, you know, I kept asking Matt, hey, can the passing game be timed up? Are y'all in sync? Yes, yes. And then he, he even got up there and said, hey, the passing game was choppy. And then I said, well, hey, was it choppy because y'all didn't practice? No, that wasn't why. I was like, okay, well, you know, it was choppy. And he admitted it. So, so not surprised that Kyle Pitts didn't uh, catch before of eight balls for 31 yards. Eagles played a zone, kept things in front of them. Uh, Ridley caught five for 51. And, uh, you know, kept they kept him in front of them. They didn't go for the double moves. And, you know, I thought the offense lacked pop. So, yeah, I wrote they missed Julio. But, hey, Julio didn't do him much either. He was three uh, for 29. Uh, and the Titans got, got Molly Wop too, 38 to 13 by Kyler Mary on the Arizona Cardinals. So we're going to hear from Coach Arthur Smith here. We're going to come back and go over the game notes and then talk about the defense, discuss the defense, and then uh, next up, the, the uh, world champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's Arthur Smith taking the blame for the loss. Week one, we got 16 games to go. 
Coach Arthur Smith uh, taking the blame for the loss, going over some of those scenarios that started early in the game. Um, you know, they the Serianos, first-year coach, they look ready to play. Um, they didn't play in the exhibition season, too. So, hey, some, some it worked for some people. Uh, you know, they were running some spread stuff. And uh, Jalen Hurts looked good, three touchdown passes. So let's move on to the game notes here. And uh, go over those. Thirty-two to six. Falcons offense had two hundred sixty yards, net yards, one hundred thirty-six of them in the first two drives. Then six punts and two um, turnovers on down. So eight straight blanked eight straight drives after the opening two drives. Uh, they rushed for the you know one hundred ten net uh, in the first half, one hundred and twenty-six for the game. So hey, there's a positive for you. Uh, now you got to put something with that rushing attack, passing game, which wasn't synced up because they didn't practice it. Five different uh, defenders had uh, tackles for losses. That's good. Uh, and safety, Eric Harris served as the sixth uh, captain of the game. Uh, player notes here, Matt Ryan, 21-35, 60%, 164, 71.6 passer rating. Not surprised. They didn't practice together. It was out of sync. Corderell Patterson, you know, gave up the three. The line gave up the three sacks late, so they did a good job, uh, you know, trying to mash folks. But once you're in a, um, you know, obvious passing situation, you know, they're not going to hold up. They got a rookie left guard, and it showed. He gave up two to one for sure. Uh, and uh, they, they gave it. His guy got two, Javon Hargrave. So, um, it was three sacks late in the fourth quarter when they had to throw. But we knew the line. We knew that line couldn't pass block. I don't know. Uh, 
how they, you know, they got to get a veteran guard in here. You know, let the kid keep learning. Corderell Patterson rushed for a team high 54 yards on seven carries in his Falcons debut. Mike Davis had 72 yards from scrimmage, 49 rushing, 23 receiving on 18 touches. Fullback Keith Smith had three catches for 18 yards. Rush for two and for a career high 13. Calvin Ridley recorded five receptions for 51. We gave you that. Pitts, four for 31. Four for 31. He had that nice seam route there. That's going to be there. Or that's going to, team's going to take it away. They might have been trying to save that. Deion Jones had 11 tackles, four solo. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball. Wasn't that many offensive highlights. Uh, one tackle for loss, one pass defended. Uh, Jacob Toyuto Mariner had uh, three tackles, one sack, and one uh, tackle for loss. He also had the one quarterback hit. Cornerback uh, A.J. Terrell and safety Deron Harmon each had seven tackles, one for loss. And cornerback Fabian Murrow, he had uh, three uh, solo tackles, Big one on third down. He got around the, the, the blocker and got to the screen. Uh, Josh Harris uh, had um, a team had three special team tackles. Of course, uh, Young Way Koo was two of two on field goal attempts. Cam Nislick, the new punter, the Columbia and Georgia kid, had six punts for 279, uh, 46.5. And a, a long of 62 and put two inside the 20 in his NFL debut. That was pretty strong. Uh, but they had a bunch of punters and long snappers in for tryouts last week. And they added Elliott Fry to the practice squad. And they moved up Jonathan Valters from the practice squad to the active and uh, released Brandon Coleman, Copeland before kickoff there. Uh, punt returner Avery. Williams, two punts for 11 yards in his debut. So there goes some game notes. Let's just look at the team stats and player stats. Nothing really, uh, you know, jumped out. 24-19, Philly won the first down battle. The Falcons were horrible on third down. 3-14 of 14 out of sync. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see, you know, this was the first exhibition game because they didn't play in the uh, regular season, in the exhibition season. So, I wasn't expecting the passing game to be uh, on point. And, I, you know, you're going to get a lot of penalties in exhibition games. So this was really an exhibition game. They're not going to have this thing together in, in, uh, for, you know, two or three weeks. She was hoping they could come out smoking by not playing, but it it, it didn't do – it didn't work. So, so wasn't surprised on the third downs, not surprised by the passing, wasn't surprised by the penalties. So they had ran 64 plays, average game 4.1, uh, rush net 124, pass net 136, 12 of 19 penalties. Hey, I guess another positive is hey they ran the ball and they didn't have any turnovers. So you know ran it. So you can build on that. Run the ball, no turnovers. Get the passing game together. I wouldn't do, you know, then maybe you go an extra period of seven on seven. I don't know. Uh, or two of them, you know, generally on, 
In the NFL, they go first and second downs on uh, Wednesday and then third downs red zones on Thursday. But, hey, maybe you need to sneak another, uh, you know, third down period in there. Uh, maybe you can't skip the red zone. Maybe you just need to go third down and red zone uh, to Wednesday and Thursday. First down might be okay with the first and second if you run the ball. So, um, on the point average, we got that 46 turnovers, two for two in field goal time possession, 31.3 to 28.57. So, there we go. And then player stats, I think we got most of these covered. Uh, yep, Matt, uh, that, yep, 21 and 35. Uh, the receivers down the line a little bit. Hayden Hurst had four for 28. Mike Davis, three for 23. And then we had Keith's three for 18. And Corderell Patterson, two for 19. Oh, no, that might be 13. I can't remember. And on defense, uh, they're led by Deion Jones, 11 tackles. Uh, Fourier Ulakon had eight. Um, A.J. Terrell, seven. Deron Harmon, 7, Eric Harris, 6, and JTM, 3. So, there you have the stats uh, for the Falcons. And let's just go to the defense here. Our fourth point of the 281st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles. Defense and the Blitzen. They were coming. They didn't get there. They only got one sack uh, and one quarterback hit. Uh, they did have... Um, Gave Chase, Oliver, if he, he, he's coming off the nickel blitz. He's coming, but he's got to slow down and get his target. So he ran right past the quarterback, but he forced the ball out. Uh, so you got a sack, a quarterback hit, the Oliver Chase, a couple forced throwouts, and three pass breakups. So that was your net of all of the uh, blitzing by the defense. Uh, didn't get the result. But Jalen Hurts is a nimble guy back there. Maybe these blitzes get, get home against a more stand-up guy. Brady's not going to be moving, but he knows that he knows every blitz you ever uh, shot at him. So he might make you pay. So that's the uh, downside of these blitzes. So that'll lead us into our final item of the day. Next up, Tampa Bay was sitting home watching... Uh, the game, my guy, uh, Clarence Hill from <laughs> Dallas, he was home tweeting me all during our, the Falcons game. So they got a head start on getting ready for the Falcons after their 31-29 win on Thursday night. It was an exciting game. Cowboys, uh, Dak looked good. They had their passing game timed up some kind of way uh, and didn't play. Uh, but they, um, they uh you know, had uh, Greg the leg miss two field goals on the extra point. Greg Zerline, and so you know they had they had the champs on the rope, and that's what it. The champs gonna get everybody's best shot. So the Falcons, whatever they got, they getting ready to shoot it at Tampa Bay. I mean, you don't wanna, and you saw it at Kansas City last year. They went out there, they was a team going nowhere, and they played the Chiefs toe to toe. You know, this is a pride week. Uh, you know, not not that kind of pride, but a football pride week. You know, you got to get out there and go after uh, the team. They're going to be challenged again up front. 
I'm interested to see uh, what they're going to try to do or if they're going to keep rolling with Jalen at left guard. I don't know if Andrews is, uh, I don't think he's ready. I don't know if you can go to the gossip kid you got from Green Bay. And heard a lot of great things about him. Uh, Spriggs, can you move him inside? How, where's Matt Gano at? Uh, something's got to happen at guard. It happened pretty quick because they're getting ready to go up against uh, Big Chuck Smith pointed out to me. You got Sue, Veda, Vea, JPP this week. So, yeah, the hits keep coming for the uh, up front uh, crew. And we'll see what they do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, you know, moving forward, you got a running game. Uh, you know, maybe you can get Wayne Gallman in the mix too. Because, I mean, those two guys are going to get, get a – uh, you know, they're going to get pounded, so you need some backups. You got uh, Caleb Huntley on the practice squad. So you got a running game. Now you need to get the passing game together and somehow solidify that uh, offensive line. The kid's going to probably get better, but how long do you have to wait? So, um, and then, uh, uh, so that's a, those are your issues on offense. Defense, you know, the, the attacking thing worked a little bit, uh, they gave up the edges, lost contain on some of the uh, read options thing, things. Uh, you won't see that this week against Tampa. You're going to see more traditional uh, stuff. So maybe the defense could show itself uh, a little bit better when they get down to Tampa Bay for a 4.05 start at the Pirate Ship. The Falcons 0-1, Tampa Bay 1-0. Let's get going. We got to go into the second week of the season. Thank you for stopping by the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Take care and have a great week. We'll be back Wednesday with a preview of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.